What's happening, We Think We Know Fam? On today's episode, we have some breaking MLB news, biggest news in the past two centuries of all of MLB. (laughs) We got to give you those week four NFL recaps. We have a nice little cushy parlay of the week for week five. And to end it, we're going to give you guys all of our picks for NFL week five. See your boy go up. One more bottle of wine on Jake. So let's get it rolling. What's up, fam? What's up, dog? Damn, dynamic duo in the booth. <laughs> we back, we back. In the booth. In the booth. Um, now, man, let's get it rolling. Uh, before we started recording, we got some breaking MLB news. I'm sure if you guys have followed any sort of sports, you've seen this breaking news. Um, they've been cutting off uh, PBS anything on Fox, anything on ESPN, any side of any type of sporting event, Cartoon Network, Cartoon Network, the the Scholastic Spelling Bee um to tune in to Aaron Judge becoming the seventh most home run, hitting the seventh most home runs in a season. Um never seen this much hype for seventh place, but shit, they're they're amped for it. And 62 total fucking meatball again. I hate to say <laughs> it again, I hate to be like this much of a hater. I get it's an AL record and it stood since you know Maris hit it in what was it 58 61 you know back when they were throwing 87 mile an hour um I'm just not that impressed by this I get it's an AL record but it's just like eh it's like I grew up and everyone says the steroid era and I know I've said it a million times but my boy never he tested positive as many times as Aaron Judge has fat zero I just seen so many better home run seasons that the hype on this they're doing it to save baseball I feel like and I I don't want to say it was rigged, but first yeah. first at bat he's the leadoff hitter leadoff hitter of the game. It was the third pitch. It wasn't the leadoff pitch, but just straight meatball down the middle. Uh, yeah, not as bad as the pool host meatballs he's been getting, but it wasn't. I mean, like still pitch away from him a little bit, you know. Try like don't leave him one right in his fucking sweet spot. Hey, if it was the pitcher didn't do a bad job selling it because he did kind of like throw his hands up and turn really quick to. See, I, yeah, to watch I, 62 go out. True. <laughs> I witness history, baby. There could be Bro, it. And the whole thing but, of like witness history, it just cracks me up. It's like, is it that big of history? Like if homie was playing on the Mariners or like another AL team or something like, yeah. you're not getting this type of, it's just because it's a Yankees thing and it's judge and 62 is impressive, but Sammy Sosa has three seasons better than that. So yeah. And what was it? Uh, the other night. Pujols passed Babe Ruth second all time in RBIs with number seven oh three. This is, and that pitch was one that of the, pitch was worse than Judge's. It, that it, was it looked like the home run derby. It did. His homie that was thrown to him in the home run derby was throwing faster than that pitch. That was <laughs> crazy. Um, hey, but at least MLB's doing what they can to get some excitement back in the sport. I don't know. It. I get it. I, they have for to, what it's worth. They have to kind of do that. Because they don't have a lot of exciting things that happen every year. It's such a long season. <coughs> and gets so drawn out. Excuse me. But they they need to draw some sort of excitement. But the whole like interrupting college football. Doing all this. Like to watch his at-bats. It's, yeah. it's not. It, it's not when Bonds was about to pass. You know. Hank Aaron. Or something like that. If it's an all-time record. You know like. 
I don't even care. Like, I don't even like the dude, but Braun, like, if it's the game that Braun's going to pass Kareem, cut the screen for that. You know, don't cut it to watch him beat a New York yeah, Yankee record. Maybe if he was beating Bonds' record. Yeah. yeah. I thought it was hilarious, too, how th- it seemed like the whole organization was out there after he hit Bro, the play. He, he, he dapped up, like, <laughs> like, 40 people before he walked back into the The pitchers are sitting on the mound like, That's, damn, homie, it's been a half hour. Yeah. He literally dapped up and hugged every single fucking They had to member. take a, an official timeout commercial break after that. Um, but, yeah. Are you impressed, though? Like, on a scale of 1 to 10... Like, how impressive of this year? I know it's a good year, but, like, scale of 1 to 10, is it too hype of a year? Where where would you rank this? Because, I mean, me and you, you and I, not me and you, let's be, you know, correct. Proper. Um, you know, grew up with the early 2000s home run contests and seeing dudes regularly, you know. It almost it seemed is, like regularly hitting 60. It is impressive. Um, I almost... It is weird to me how the AL and I know it's two separate divisions, but it's weird how the records are also split. It's like NFL has AFC and NFC, but the records are universal throughout the leagues. Yeah. So I think it's weird how it's split like that. But bottom line, it is impressive. Um, I don't think it needs to be blown up the way it is, like all this TV cutting and stuff like that. Um, but shit, 62 homers isn't anything to turn your head at. They they play – what is it's 162 games in a season, and a lot of times these guys don't play all the games. So that's what is that hitting a home run in every three games you play? Yeah, if that's not, yeah. that's not terrible, I and mean, that's not nothing to turn your head at. That's a that's a great offensive player in today's MLB. So you can't. It's no, definitely. definitely as a Yankees fan, they're they're amped over there. It's probably super exciting. Yeah. I'm just not. I mean, cool. Yeah, he hit 62, no. but it's like, get at me when he, he's at 68, 69, you know, even 66. I don't know. That number 60, like, when they were so hyped when he hit 60 and then when he hit 61 and he finally hit 62, like, the hype and buildup of somebody, like, realistically, like, how NFL does records, it would be, like, hyping up a dude who's about to finish seventh all-time in passing touchdowns in a season. It's like, the same hype isn't there. Yeah. You know? Um, you might get a column on Bleacher Report for it, but it's not getting blown up like this. Yeah. Um, and then the pool holes thing, you kind of mentioned it. He At 7.03 right now, um, yeah, all I can say is meatball after meatball. Every single time I see a Albert Pujols home run, it is, it's BP. Yeah. Uh, I just, I, I'm putting an asterisk next to all his home runs. I know I'm a hater. He has a fat asterisk. Judge doesn't though. I won't put that. Right, season, that's what I was just going to ask that. This like, season is, I wouldn't because it was like, I feel like <clears throat> Judge, for three-fourths of the season, people weren't pitching at him. And then I feel like he got into those 50s and people started to like give him some meatballs and, you know, he was, you know, taking them yard. And then they were like, oh shit, he's close to this record and he had four walks. And then all of a sudden he has four walks in one game and the whole media blows up. And now every pitcher is like, I don't want to be the pitcher to walk because I'm just going to get ripped by the whole media. And then everyone just starts throwing in meatballs again. But I'm not going to put an asterisk. It's still an impressive season. It's just not the most impressive season I've seen. Like, miss me with that. But I don't this, think I don't think he's seeing meat. I don't think asterisk. he's seeing meatballs like Pujols, though. Oh, like, not even close. I think no. I do maybe agree with the pitchers now don't want to be the ones getting blown up in the media for pitching around them because it's, hey, like, just give them a shot. Yeah. You know? So I, I still think they're pitching at him. Whereas, like, I, with Pujols, you walk. could tell they're teeing it up for him because he's retiring after this year. Yeah. And that's it's pretty blatant, blatantly obvious. And he's probably hitting them with, like, 20 racks. It's like, look, bro, 
Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? Everyone who True. gives me a home run this year, twenty racks. <laughs> Said meeting the boys at Chili's after. Come yeah. see me. Yeah. <laughs> I would a fat ass carne asada. <laughs> we fucking getting it. Um, I could see it, but hey, it's the excitement for baseball. They have to promote it. I'm just not buying into all that hype. I am excited though. October is here. Postseason baseball. We will definitely stay up to date on all the postseason matchups. Super excited for that. We'll give all of our predictions. But uh, let's get to the cream of the crop. Let's talk some NFL. Let's uh, let's talk some NFL. We actually tied last week. We went through. We both had eight, nine games. Nine games picked correctly. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, surprisingly, we tied because we had like three or four alternate games that ended up you know hitting. But we tied. Your boy's still up two one. Um, and some crazy games. Let's start off with that Thursday game. We almost saw the end of you know Tua. Uh, I mean, he was crip walking out there. I, I thought he was done for sure, dude. That was so crazy. And you see the you know the doctor from Boston College or from the University of Boston. You know, he's like the leader in CTE. Even before he was like, if Tua plays this game and gets a concussion, he can have like lifelong issues, and you know severe repercussions if he gets another one within four days yeah, and whoever per- permanent whoever, brain damage on the way yeah whoever you know okayed him to play you know there needs to be like legal action set out against them and shit like that he gets that gnarly concussion i mean we talked about it last week everyone and everyone on earth blatantly knew he was concussed last week there's no doubt about it there was no back issue you don't lose your motor skills and not be able to walk when you have a back issue like yeah, that. Yeah, we even kind of trolled him for it a little bit. Yeah, then, I mean, it, it was crazy. And they came back and they let him play. But this one, it really shows the severity of concussions. Like, it, he got not... It's fight videos, bro. Like, I don't know about you, but sometimes I get lost in those World Star fight videos. I don't like the death videos. I'm not that type of guy. Like, World Star death videos are just too much for me. I can't go down that rabbit hole. But fight videos... That, that'll, suck, that'll suck in your boy for three hours <laughs> and it was like you know when dude just gets knocked out perfectly usually a sucker punch but it's like yeah he just curls in and he was completely knocked unconscious you know and i was happy that they said he cleared and he was able to fly back with the team but i, I don't know it? i know it's a, i know it's a physical sport i'm sorry to cut you off and no, we no, played no. the sport the whole time but it's just sad to see shit like that you know especially knowing this dude was hurt and he probably should not have been playing and then to get another injury like that in my opinion, they should probably sit him for a month. Like, yeah. you have to let his brain heal. You can't. Even if he clears concussion protocol, it's like, look at the dudes clearing him. Homie just got fired. Those are the people, like, I think, in my opinion, a well, month. Uh, unnamed, just got fired. Yeah. But supposedly, he, this doctor that cleared him had multiple cases before where he was, like, clearing players that somehow had concussions. But I don't know. It's just Leave sad. it to the Dolphins, too. First, they're getting Tampa Bay tom brady tampering (laughs) suspicions i got uh yeah trying to pay brian flores to throw games and now now we got bad news concussion protocol coming out it's crazy but it's everybody too because i didn't real i didn't know that the nfl not only has the third party you know concussion expert whatever on the sideline they also have spotters in the stands and they'll have like five plus spotters to notice like when players get wobbly and they'll call in to be like, Hey, you know, pool 58, he was wobbly checking for a concussion and no one pulled Tua from the week before, you know? And it's like, we're, Miami definitely paying some bread. Yeah. It's like, they're getting multiple people for sure. are not saying something. 
They're gonna get or made, the concussion protocol is a joke. They're gonna no. They're they're gonna get made an example out of just because this was serious and this was something that was talked about before and with his prior things. I mean, we even saw a couple teams with people on concussion protocol get cleared to keep their guys out this weekend just because it was like, hey, we're not true. The, the NFL probably cracked down on that though. This is, I think they're getting fined. They might even lose draft picks the way the NFL is about that. I'm not trying to make make a joke of it, but. I think they they're getting fined severely for sure. Um, it's just probably, it's crazy. I don't know. I'd, but if he didn't hopefully get hurt, would okay. anything come from it? I don't think anything. I don't would think come anything from would. But and not to say not to use Tua as a scapegoat, but something like this probably needed to happen for yeah. it to be even taken more serious. I know within the last two years they've implemented those things on the helmets during training camp, and they said it drastically cut concussions down by like 30 percent or something throughout training camp yeah so that's going to be a permanent thing now for sure yeah a little padded condom on the little head. padded condoms yeah <laughs> the dental dams <laughs> uh but yeah i think some severe consequences are gonna come from it but i mean hopefully he's okay it, it was a it was a good game i mean teddy two gloves came right in filled in pretty nice but Cincinnati kind of bounced back after a tough week before and came out with the dub. Definitely, you know, definitely talk about the game. It's we're just hoping that Tua is okay. You know, they're damn, they were one of the most exciting offenses, and it was a team that like I have no ill will towards. So yeah. I love when teams like that start to pop off. I, you know, I'm rooting for you. And it was sad to see. I really hope Tua is okay. But I definitely I truly hope that they keep him out for at least a month. You know, that Three and zero start is good enough. Like even if you guys were able to squeak one win out, and Teddy Bridgewater is a good enough quarterback to at least get you one or two wins for sure. Like get him right. Like I forgot he was even the backup there. He came in, he didn't look bad, but it was a bounce back game for Cincy ish. I'm still not bought into Cincy. Um, not with that, I think not, that, not with that offensive line, especially the way it's been looking. It's terrible, and I'm just not. I'm not bought into their defense. I'm not bought into the offensive line. And I'm really not that bought into Joe Burrow still. You know, Joe Burrow's still on the third peg of quarterbacks for me. Um, I was on that all last year. Everyone jumped up to he's elite. He's the next coming of Brady. And everyone just jumps that bandwagon so quick. It's like, no, not really. He does have a bad offensive line, but he doesn't do anything to help that offensive line. Yeah. Um, I'm not bought into him, but they got the dub. And it was a must-win game for the Bengals, I feel like. Um, so props to him. They got the dub on Thursday. But yeah, hope two was okay. That was that, that was fucking crazy. That was I. One thing too, before we move on from the whole concussion thing, I <clears throat> I don't know. I find it odd that he was cleared to fly. Doesn't flying just create like a bunch of pressure and whatnot, like within your head and on your body? And I don't I, know. I just thought that was weird. I, I guess that if you have if you already have swelling, like if you had brain swelling, because like you know old folks that have like ankle and. You know, uh, they wrist swelling, they were like compression socks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you have like, I don't a cap know. on the whole time? Cause maybe, maybe. I don't know. The NFL, they got billions, so. He's probably in he a probably hyperbar- hyperbaric chamber. True. On the plane. On the plane the whole time. His corpse went back with him. <laughs> <laughs> Tool will join him back in three days <laughs> once we re-upload him into his clone. <laughs> oh, shit. Um... Let's move on to the next game. Yeah. <laughs> Let's move on to the London game. First game, you know, over the pond. 
first game since the the death of the queen. Putting it true, on, you know, putting on for what is that? Yeah, L Town. <laughs> <laughs> putting on for the UK. Oh, uh, I'm gonna be honest with you guys. I've never watched a London game in my life. You know, they're usually trash teams. Up until this game, it was the first time I'm like, damn, they're actually putting teams that I would want to watch. East Coast people, I get you love it because games start at like 9.30. Out here in Arizona, these games start at 6.30. Your boy catches the end of the fourth quarter. I catch like maybe the last four minutes of that game. This week, I didn't catch a single glimpse of it. I missed the kickoff of the Bears game. I was running a little late. Uh, <laughs> but I, those early games, you just don't watch. But I watch the replays, you know, and everything that happened. Double doink. Still not as bad as, you know, Cody Parkey in the playoffs. I still haven't forgot that. Still, fuck you, Cody Parkey. But yeah, we've gotten two of them in back back weeks. Orlovsky's now not alone with Jimmy G. <laughs> yeah. At the back of the end zone. And now Cody Parkey's not alone on the double doink. Oh. I mean, I just didn't think the Saints would keep it that close. We both had the Vikings. The Vikings are just a team that always plays to their competition. It's a weird thing. It that is. They just, They're notorious for it. They just cannot play to their full potential every game. It's the Kirk Cousins. It's really, it's the Kirk Cousins effect. But, I mean, talk about luck. Because, you I mean, you get the double doink. Usually the team that kicks the field goal to take it to OT has the momentum going into OT. So, you know, and Vikings Will, were sweating bullets. Will Lutz had already made a 60-yarder that, that game. And then mm. it was a 61-2. So it was like, I think they were already kind of anticipating it to go mm. in. And that was good from 65 if we put it down the middle. Facts. But, uh, dude, the refs kind of, I actually tuned in. I was able to catch like the the fourth quarter of it just because the puppies woke me up and stuff like that. Oh, you were up early, early. Yeah. I, I usually am up kind of early anyway. I just don't sleep in very much anymore. Um, but the the refs kind of, I don't want to say gave it to him. That's never how you want to go, but there was multiple questionable, uh, pass interference calls and whatnot that just let the Vikings get all the way down in and, and, uh, kick that winner to, to kick the leading field goal. I know Saints had some time to get down and win or tie it, but I don't know. It was questionable. It was pretty questionable, but. Yeah, Vikings Vikings got it done. It's the first time Kirk Cousins has started three and one in his career. Wow. So I did not know that. Yeah. Holy shit. But they they went back to what they do and just kind of similar to like the Rams and Cup, they just force fed Justin Jefferson the whole time. I think he had nine catches, maybe ten catches, but the Saints were also without Kamara. They were also without Michael Thomas. And, I mean, Andy Dalton filled it nice, but I think Winston is way better than him. 100%. So I mean, they were out all their weapons, and to keep it that close, to kick a field goal to go in. Yeah. That's why I'm not sure about the NFC North. No. We got some We got some phony bums up there, you know? Y'all take, take those spots while you can. We're about to get in the Vikings' ass this week. <laughs> we should have gotten the Packers' ass, but hey. Uh... Vikings still got the dub. Three and one. Kirk Cousins. <clears throat> Feel good about it, Vikings fans. Feel good about it. I'm not overly optimistic about your season, but you're three and one. Own that shit. If I was three and one, I'd be hyphy right now. Um let's talk. Let's talk about the only defeated team getting their first dub. Man. Finally, the Raiders pull one off. They beat the Broncos 32-23. 
and they did it by the run game. You yeah. know, that's the crazy thing. I Took know Devontae Adams hands. had 100 yards receiving, but Josh Jacobs, 144 yards and two tutties. They re- completely relied on the run game. Derek Carr only had like 180 yards, and 101 of them were to, to Devontae, so nothing surprising there. Um, the Darren other 79 Waller, probably went to Waller, huh? Darren Waller only had 20-something yards. Ooh, I think he had ooh. 23. He's a complete shell of himself, or Derek Carr just does not fuck with him anymore. Um but they got the first up. I'm not here to talk trash anymore. Congrats. Um, Congrats. But Congrats. Denver Denver is a mess. We were, we were overly hype on Denver. I really thought the Russ effect would change. Oh, big time. Denver. Um, the Javante Williams injury is huge. He just tore his ACL. He's done for the year. Um, that aside, though, I mean, they're throwing. I mean, their passing attack is just, it leaves a lot to be desired. That is borderline pathetic. I don't want to go to pathetic because that's Bears territory and we're still worse than the Broncos. But the Broncos are and Russ are borderline. You're getting to Justin Fields, Bears, Bears <laughs> territory. <laughs> you need to watch out, man. Man overboard. We need to figure some shit out. They, I, yeah, I don't know. I think this shows more of how a mess, and I hate to be that guy, but I think it shows more of how a mess Denver is than Raiders actually getting that dub. Like, I still don't think the Raiders are that good. And like, you got the dub, you put up 32 points. If my guy Melvin Gordon can hold on to that football, I don't think we're talking about the Raiders having a dub right now. (laughs) I mean, it was a 65-yard scoop and score. The fumble flew right into homie's hands. It really did. He didn't even have to, like, he didn't even have to scoop and score. It was damn near interception. So, But they lost by nine. They did lose by nine, but it was a tie game at that point. <laughs> yeah, I, I do believe it was fourth quarter, and well, like they were yeah, in end of third or fourth, end right? of third maybe. Yeah, actually, there might have been like four minutes left in the third. Uh but I forgot about Denver that was too. they I were t- I totally they were on the other that. side of the fifty and in field goal range. Denver's you know, a mess. so <laughs> yeah, Denver's a hot mess. <laughs> I want to say it's almost like they're kind of like the Vikings. You just never know what team you're going to get, but they just haven't even put together a whole game all I know season. what we're gonna get yeah hot garbage hot trash <laughs> like and that but the thing is too is like even for all that I know it's like 32 points but even watching the Raiders play it like still wasn't that impressive like mm-hmm. it didn't I don't know I looked up and all of a sudden they had like 32 points it was only like Josh Jacobs to me you know I and kudos to Josh McDaniels for having a, a good game plan I, I bet Denver was probably thinking Wather and Adams were gonna get force-fed and that was your yeah. game plan going in, and Josh Jacobs got almost thirty carries. So it's yeah, kudos Props to them hey. for to just yeah getting that first dub and committing to the run game, taking it out of Carr's hands. Because I mean, I think we're, I think our opinion of Carr is getting backed up once again. Hundred percent. Just with those weapons, I will never understand having one hundred eighty-one yards in a game, especially, um. Yeah, when you play the Broncos, who I know they have Sertan, but um, brain fart. What is their safety's name? That it, Simmons, Justin Simmons, out for the season, and they've had question marks on that defense, top to bottom. Um, that I yeah, my red flag is still waving heavy on Derek Carr. He is not the answer there with those weapons. He's not the answer. Yeah, and the offensive line isn't great, but. <clears throat> You gotta make shit happen, bro. Yeah. All right. Um 
I just want to talk about my game and get it over with. All right. We were yeah, morning yeah. game. I don't want to talk much about this. Uh, I'm sick to my stomach. I was sick to my stomach watching this game. You know, last week, Texans game, your boy had to work. I was tuning in watching. I actually got to sit down and watch this game. The fact that it took us all the way until halftime to make adjustments and Eberflus comes out and says, you know, our halftime adjustments were amazing. We were actually able to stop Daniel Jones on the, you know, the bootleg rollout. And it was like, he's, he killed us the whole first quarter. The fact that you can't even adjust that on the sideline and it takes all the way until fucking halftime to make some sort of an adjustment that all he does and their whole offense is bootleg or run with Saquon. It, it made me sick, bro. The, he walked in two tutties easy just bootleg, whole everyone on our team just crashes. Six rushes, seventy yards on the and f- five of them were probably on those bootlegs. Six of them probably. Bro. <laughs> it was it was literally pathetic. The fact that we did not make a single adjustment, I I almost I did blow a gasket. I was losing my mind. Um, and but it was nice to see Mooney. You know, finally, <clears throat> our offensive line is not good. And just the whole thing about making adjustments, all they did was blitz two linebackers up the middle, two linebackers Mm -hmm. up the middle, basic blitz. You know, you should be able to pick it up. We couldn't pick it up one time, not one single time. Every single time they blitz up the middle, Justin Fields crumbled. Uh, And we just could not pick up the fucking blitz. It was terrible. Our offensive line literally looked like a joke. And our play calling looked like half a joke. Not as bad, but the fact that Khalil Herbert's going to come off of such a good game and they're going to give so many carries to Ebner. And I get, we want like a dual running back scheme, but you just have to feed the hot hand a little bit and just keep letting Herbert go because Herbert, you just got to give him the touches. He's explosive. And and the run game was kind of working. Like I do feel like they messed up, not just trying to let him get more involved and keep that motor going. Cause I think he finished with like a hundred yards. It's like, I feel like he probably would have finished with a buck 75 again had you actually let him ride the high hand. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you and I were both watching that game like, yo, why is Ebner getting so many touches right now? I get, yeah, exactly. The NFL now drives, bro. The NFL now is have two or three backs. You want to be able to spell, keep everybody fresh. It's all about matchups. But Herbert popped off, and the Giants were known for having a kind of a shitty defense. Let him go to, let him go eat, let him go to work. And that the fact that there are that was pretty that was full drives where he's not in the game. I get give him a break play, give him a couple plays, let him even start the first. Like you know, you get a first down, then he comes in. But the fact that we can you know have several first downs and he's in there every single play is crazy. And talking about our line, bro, Fields was pressured on fifty one percent of his plays when he wasn't pressured and actually kept clean. He was ten of fourteen and had a ninety. PFF grade like it's just one of those things I was still I was kind of down on him he made really bad throws not great decisions but when he's kept clean he makes good fucking throws a few of those balls to Mooney it was nice to actually see them throw a ball to Mooney and they're like oh my gosh this guy can make plays it was nice to see Cole Komet a little bit involved where they're like hey if we just get this guy in space he's 6'5 265 and he can kind of run through a couple tackles and it was like the light just went off in their heads a little bit, like maybe we should get him the ball. Um, but overall, like I, I was just mad disappointed with my Bears. Yeah. And, and the excitement of I've been waiting all year for Velas Jones Jr. <laughs> First punt, I'm like, ex- oh my God. Showed some explosiveness. Second punt, second punt fumbles that motherfucker, muffs it. 
and that's what that's what lost us the game. I'm not to. saying I'm not saying we would have drove down. Our offense looked horrible. We probably wouldn't have scored. And if we did score, we definitely weren't getting the two point conversion to tie it. But just to end on a muff punt on your you know NFL oh, debut, I was uh. so dead too. Like I not to, <laughs> I didn't. I stayed, me, I, was so I, stayed, on I stayed quiet. I stayed quiet, but I was fucking dying in my head because not 10 seconds before that punt, he's like, Vilas Jones, baby. He about to make he about to make some shit pop off. Take it to the house or whatever you say. He's like, you take this to the shit. Yeah. And five he seconds later, him. he muffs the punt. It was like, it was perfect. You couldn't have scripted that up. But yeah, I don't know, man. It's just like, I did see that. The NFL record low or whatever for completions for a starter through 16 games is like 166 or something. 155, I think. Or 165. Yeah, 165, I think it is. And I think Fields might get it this year. The way you guys just refuse to open up the offense, even in losing situations, is mind-boggling. Hilarious how we had like nine completions in the first half, ends the game with 11. We were like, he's opening it up. Like, he's halfway through his whole season total. And then they're like, eh, let's pump the brakes on that a little bit. Run, 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 run. Ebner, 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 Ebner. And just terrible, (laughs) just terrible play calling. Like, I I will die on the sword that Luke Getze is a double agent. I'm not playing that or Hallis Hall really is a black hole and we need to move to Arlington Heights because you step into Hallis Hall and it's 1937. You know, it's crazy. The war is about to begin and we run wishbone power football (laughs) it's uh but we lost to the giants saquon ate us up we had multiple times make plays on him and he ate us up him and him and daniel jones the fact that we lose to those two we're not a good team we're not a good team um yeah leave it at that yeah next game (laughs) uh Shit, I'm all over the place now. That that, got me, that <laughs> we should have saved it. We should have saved, saved it. it. I thought I was just going to be quick, but I'm still hurt about it. Let's talk. Uh, let's talk cards. Panthers. All right. Um, I didn't have them as my you know race for the top five pick, but they are definitely in that race now. Is the Panthers? Um, you know, Arizona pulls it off. You know, twenty six sixteen. Baker ended up throwing two picks. I just every single time I see him throw the ball, it's he's trying as hard as he physically yeah. possibly can. There's no, it's not effortless. It's like he is trying as hard as he can, and it's a six yard slant, and it's like, damn, dude. And he's just trying too hard instead of letting it come to him, and that's they're they're in the race now. The fact that you play Arizona, who has had one of the worst defenses in the league all season, and Christian McCaffrey goes nine receptions for like 90 yards and only has 26 rushing yards, and no one can run the ball in that defense. Like, yeah, they're they're in a race. I, I feel like there's a 10-man race right now for the top five picks. Yeah. Wh- whoever takes over after they fire Matt Rule this year, it's kind of going to be like a Texans thing. I think they're going to— he's going to get fired. I think he'll get fired with like four weeks left in the season. They're gonna like do him the solid so he can start his job search early. <laughs> and uh whoever takes it over is just gonna strip it down and trade away all the people that are worth worth anything so they can just build it up from the ground zero. Like Brian Burns probably gonna end up getting traded. I I see that at least. They just 
Baker was their last shot shipping. of like, hey, we we got us a starting quarterback. We're competitive, and they are not competitive. Yeah, it, they had they got a surprising dub over the Saints. This was their let's build on this, and because they're one and three, it fell right? apart. I think so. Yeah, they're one and three, and they damn near should be zero and four. Yeah. Um, I knew Baker would win the job because I know how bad Sam Darnold is, but I thought Baker was better than this. I hate to. Well, and Darnold still <clears> hurt. <throat> he still has that bad high ankle sprain. So it's Baker's job till he comes back. And yeah, and he lost. They'll the, probably ride it with Baker. He lost the job before he was hurt. True, you know, and he played True there enough. all year last year. Like Darnold's not the guy. He's the mono guy. <laughs> but there's no Imano at the end of that. He's just by himself. Um, With Mono. <laughs> <laughs> but Baker, yeah. I. And you look at Carolina, and it's like their roster isn't terrible. That offense is not terrible. Um, their line isn't even that terrible. You know, like there are a lot of worse lines on better teams than what Carolina puts out there. Yeah. And they're just, they're not impressive. Mm-hmm. I'm. This may be – I may go out on a limb and say this may be Baker's and Sam Darnold's last starting jobs. I'd agree <laughs> with that. I I think Baker will get one or two opportunities to be a backup if he's willing to accept that. That's what I'm saying. Like he this may is, start some games because his starter went down. But, and D- Darnold will get one more opportunity. This might even be his last stop. I think this is his. He'll be a, He's a career backup from this point on. And Baker is putting himself into that – Exact same boat. Yeah. I, just, I think, hey, Darnold, great XFL quarterback. He Question probably mark. would be. He'd probably throw that. He might lead the league. Times. XFL, <laughs> you know. But. <laughs> but, yeah, Cardinals getting the dub. Um, two and two, somehow. Uh, yeah, I don't. I was definitely rooting for Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> two and two somehow. And it, it's literally, it's kind of what we called. They will go as far as Kyler Murray's crazy plays will take them, and he's just not durable enough to do this all season. You know, I hate to be that guy, but we have not seen his durability be able to stand up, and especially now when the offense and team is so dependent upon his crazy plays and his crazy scrambles and doing all that. Like, it this is not a recipe for long-term success in Arizona. Yeah, I know him and Hollywood Brown were teammates in college. I I am a little surprised by how well that's kind of just rekindled. He, so, they look good together. I'm, I mean, not, I'm not out. It was like on, 50% catch percentage. He I'm not like out 11%. on Arizona yet just for when D-Hop comes back. We got to see like – I feel like we got to see two to three games with Brown and D-Hop playing together. Um, they just cut their best just weapon. To, just, <laughs> yeah, shout out Andy Isabella. Man. <laughs> that boy the truth. <laughs> He's just fast. I don't think they utilized him the right way. No, just like they, they're not doing Rondale Moore. Yeah, exactly. Well, he's hurt, but... Lash, they just haven't utilized him correctly. But, yeah. Cliff. I'm not, not out on AZ yet. Got to see a few games with, with Hop. But, yeah. We we call it, and, it, and it's just the truth of it. They're, they'll go as far as Murray can take them, and hopefully he stays healthy. That's not even... That's not even uh, – I don't even know what I'm trying to – It's not a slight on them. It's, it's facts yeah. because that's what history has shown us. You know, it's more than a couple occurrences. When things happen three, four times, it becomes the trend. Yeah. It becomes the norm, and that's what we've seen from Arizona. So hopefully they can fucking, you know, sharpen that up a little bit. But it's they're going to go as far as 
um, Murray will take them, and they beat a terrible Carolina team. So I wouldn't hang my hat. Ooh. Bless you. Thank you. <laughs> Pull Quinn and Williams on myself. Um, yeah. Cards getting the dub, though. 2-2. That whole... Whole division. Whole division is tied. Crazy. Um, let's talk uh, the highest scoring game from the week. Man. Crazy thing about the Lions. So, Seahawks ended up pulling it out. 48-45 over the Lions. The Lions are the highest scoring team in the whole NFL this year. Who would have thought? Nuts. They're averaging 35 points a game. And they're finding just another way to lose. They're first <laughs> in scoring offense. And last in points allowed. They're 32nd in points allowed. Last and they're averaging, they're giving up right over 35. It's like 35.3. So they're scoring 35, but giving up 35.3. Um, <laughs> it's just typical Lions. Like, they're such a good, bad team. Yeah. It's, it's hilarious. Like, they just cannot win the games they should be winning. Like they the fact that they gave up forty eight points to Gino and I know Gino, hey, we know what you've been getting left on red. He has the highest completion percentage in the whole league right now. People are writing back now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um no, it's... but besides that, you can't give up forty eight to the Seahawks. You score forty five. I'm I'm on the boat right now. Jared Goff is borderline elite. And he may be, he may be exactly. I'm, I'm gonna go out on a limb right now. Jared Goff's never had a defense to back him up. I don't give a fuck with Aaron Donald did not help them in the Super Bowl. He looked like trash. He looked like trash that whole playoffs. He's never had a defense in his career. They ship him off, trade with Matt Stafford, who's never had a defense, and now you know never had an offense. But the defense out there, how can you have Dan Campbell as your coach and give up 48 points? I'd be crying coming back knowing I just disappointed that man that yeah. many times. <laughs> My boy Rodrigo letting Dan Campbell down. And and Aiden Hutchinson was a non factor this game. Zero. I don't I don't <laughs> think I heard his name once. That you can't be the number three pick and kind of just number be two pick. Number two pick even. And they were and saying be non existent versus Seattle. You know, we I just they have no they're line known, in a they're known for having a pretty bad QB. offensive line right now. I mean Gino's Gino. That it's cool to see him get his opportunity, but <laughs> he lost his opportunity because of his turnovers and stuff like that. But because he got who, punched in the jaw in the locker room, that's why he <laughs> lost his opportunity. Homie broke his jaw. I forgot about that. Remember that? Yeah, nuts. Dude just didn't want to you remember that? Mm-hmm. So that dude put on that a That was camp. like what was that like? Seven years ago, maybe? Maybe even five, like five years ago? Maybe like five yeah. years ago. But he put on the camp, and Gino was going to go there, and he was going to pay. He paid for Gino to show up to his camp, and then he never showed up. And then he asked Gino, he's like, That's bro, right. like, can I get the, like, it was like 12500 or even like $10,000 or something crazy. Like, nothing for Gino, but for homie, he's like, bro, I'm like third string linebacker. Like, come on, bro, you owe me 10 racks. And he was like, what the fuck you going to do about it? And broke his jaw. <laughs> he said you're gonna learn today <laughs> no but yeah to to allow to allow this seahawks team to score 48 points is crazy i mean dk it's, that's not dk's a baller lockett's good but that's crazy man like you gotta get off the field and, and like, dk pulled the paul pierce yeah you pulled a lamar too yeah but yeah pulled a lamar <laughs> 
getting carted off because he had to poo. <laughs> yeah, I like how we got breaking news on that too. DK carted off, and he's like, "I just had to take a shit, bro." <laughs> Hilarious, Stone. It's like, dude, come on, you can get carted off for that. I, that I feel like you just try to be cool. I really, in my opinion, when things like that happen, I feel like you were kind of being a pansy ass, and you really thought your your shit was hurt. And then the the things the guys come out and they're like, "Bro, you're fine." And you're like, no, I'm really hurt. And then you go to the <laughs> My back ankle. and they x-ray you and they CT scan you and they're like, you're perfectly fine. There's nothing. And then you're like, you're right. I just had to shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I feel like that's just always a, a fucking, you know, playoff. Like I miss me with that. You yeah. ain't that cool. <laughs> no, I feel you. But Detroit, bro. Yeah. They're going to, they're going to be in every single game and they're going to win five of them. It's crazy. To be averaging 35 points, though, you can't be upset. At least they're losing in high-score games. Yeah. You could be losing the way the Bears lose and not even score a tutty. And they had no Amon Ross St. Brown. They had no Don uh, Swift. They probably would have won that game if they had one of the other. Probably. One or the other. Yeah. Damn. Uh, Cowboys. Uh, Cooper Rush. 3-0. and Pulling off the dub. Versus the Commanders, 25-10. Undefeated played. in starts. 4-0 as a starter. True, from last did, year. He, he filled in <clears throat> for one game last year, too. Like Halloween or some shit last mm-hmm. year. Um, This is another game that really solidifies that. Carson Wentz, this is 100% his last stop. He won't get another starting job unless there's some brain-dead GM and coach out there that are like, yeah. you remember 2019 when he was good for five games and then Nick Foles carried him? Uh, he'll he'll get a backup job just for a, oh he'll get a backup. Job. How positive start. of a guy he is! He's a gosh dang it! Yeah, I messed up. You know, <laughs> you guys want to come over to the good old Wentz egg hunt? Yeah, <laughs> this Easter <laughs> we got a hayride this year. <laughs> no, I I agree. This is definitely his last stop as a starter. It. Man. He's just playing bad. It's just it, he's yeah. playing bad, bro. Like he Cowboys have a very good defense. They really haven't played any great offenses minus the Bucks and they did lose that game. But they haven't really played any good offenses, but a divisional game like this Carson Wentz is just not good. Yeah. He's he's not good. Um you see Dak Said he's going to be back next week or wants to come back next week versus the Rams. Uh, uh, yeah, but I think Jerry Jones already shut that down. He said this morning that he was like, he doesn't have good enough grip strength to throw the ball and hold it how he should be able to. So yeah. I hope not. It's one of those things where, it, like I'm saying, like homie comes in, you want one to two wins from your backup in a four to five game stretch, and that's kosher. You're fine. If when your starter comes back, you're you you know you hit the ground running. You're in a good situation. The fact that he has been able to go three and zero, you can ride this out for another three weeks, and he can go three and three in six games, and that's great for a backup in Cooper Rush. And even like playing, um, who do they play this week? Who Commanders. Oh uh, no, last or with Cooper Rush again. Oh, the Rams. The Rams. I really mean, yeah, do feel like they have a chance to beat the Rams with Cooper Rush. I mean. With Gallup back, and they can kind of spread the offense out now even more. I really do. The Rams are not chalked, you know, all, you know, they're chalked up to be. I definitely would sit Dak at least two more weeks 
it, let Cooper Rush at least lose two games in a row. Because if he's he's 3-0, and if he goes 4-0, he goes 5-0, and why pull him? Ride yeah. the hot hand. Shit, just trade Dak away. Just I'm, keep rolling with Cooper. Fuck it. <laughs> but they pulled it off, you know, um, look good. And Washington is just, like, they were my pick in the beginning of the year to have the number one pick. Sticking with it? I, I think I am. I know yeah. the Texans are, you know, gunning for it. Shit, the Bears are gunning for it. Uh, well, we're gunning for the first pick in the second round. Um, but I don't, yeah. I do think it'll be the Texans just because of overall talent. Like, Wentz is going to be able to put together those two games where it's like, okay, Commanders were on today. But I just don't, yeah, Wentz is one gonna, of those quarterbacks. They're definitely in the, they're top three. Wentz to me is like he has he's a quarterback where he his favorite weapon is never the best weapon on the team. It's just unbelievable to me. Like, have you heard one thing of Terry McLaurin? No. I forgot he was in the league. I I really didn't. It's like it was kind of like his Philly days. I know Ertz was good, but it was just like receivers getting two targets, Ertz getting 72 targets. It's like uh how about you feed the best player on the team and not your favorite homie on the team, bro? Like, we're trying to win games. This is the, that Jahan Dotson isn't bad though. He's got hands. He's pretty the good. The dude they took from Penn State. Yeah, but, he's pretty good. Terry no, McLaurin is ter- their best weapon. Scary Terry, man. He got to get those. He got to get ten plus targets a game he's for sure. He's their best weapon. Yeah, I, I I hate seeing that when they don't even try to get their best weapon involved. It's the Bears and Mooney. I always bring them up, but we suck too. But they're definitely they're a top five pick for sure in my book. Um, next game, baby. I picked him. Wasn't my boy that got it done. I will preface that. I know I told you guys, start him, sit him. I know I said play Joe Flacco. Literally the very next day, Zach Wilson gets cleared to play. You know, I was not privy to this knowledge. (laughs) (laughs) It came out a day after, so I apologize about that. My source. (laughs) I think Flacco would have even had a better day than what Wilson did. Um, I agree with that. But the Jets get it done versus the Steelers. 23. Uh, 24-20, um, Zach Wilson leads him on a game-winning drive, which is big news and his game back. But the biggest story from this whole game was Pickett, you know, replacing Trubisky. Called and it. you've been on it. You were on it earlier than me. I See, thought he would make it to week 7-8. I thought they were going to give him the game, you know, just as like a respect thing. But, hey, Tomlin came out and said they needed a spark and – First play he comes first in, spark. Yeah. I mean, throw it in turnover. <laughs> first career pass as an INT, that shit always got to hurt. Same thing happened to, I think, Winston. His was like a pick six, too. I yeah. Think. But, hey, I think he did provide a spark to the offense. They came in, got some points. He scored two touchdowns. Technically didn't throw an incompletion. <laughs> 10 of 13. 10 of 13 with three, three picks. picks. <laughs> uh, so. Oh, my gosh. I don't know. I just think he's going to. Be able to get that offense going a little bit more. He's definitely faster than Trubisky. I know they're kind of similar with like this, probably the scrambling style. But Pickett did also kind of light it up at Pitt. And Trubisky doesn't got, have the He's fake got slide. an arm. He's got, yeah, he's got the double tap B fake slide real quick. But yeah, I I think I'm pressing it on the Steelers this year too, just with Watt being gone. Oh, I think they're done. First losing season in Tomlin's? First losing season in Tomlin's thing. This wow, is his career. Wow. Pickett's not going to start every game unless something happens. You know, they're just going to ride with the rookie. 
You can never go back and forth. That just never works out. And that's what I was going to say. Look what all the teams that have gone back and forth. Mitch did that when he was with us. The Trey Lance thing. I know there were injuries involved, but like going back and forth. Us with Fields and Andy Dalton. Like the back and forth between quarterbacks never works. I know there's a million other examples out there. Um, So you put Pickett in this game. Pickett is your starting quarterback the rest of the season. In my opinion, it's like he's a rookie. He has to earn his stripes. And even if he goes out there and throws five picks, you have to let him throw five picks and start the next game. Yeah. You know, you just can't. And I'm I'm in the boat of they will have a QB controversy this entire year now. I mean, Pickett came in, he threw 13 passes, and three of them were picks. Granted, he ran for two tutties. You know, that's cool. Um, but you lost to the Jets, and you threw three picks. That's my takeaway from it. You know, it's like you had a couple, you know, electric plays and you were able to run, but it's a passing league, bro. And you have to, like, if you if you can't pass, you can't throw picks. And I just, I think it's going to be a QB controversy in Pittsburgh for sure. I am definitely hitting the button. They're, they're just not going to be able to complete compete in that division. Like, there's no, no way. I agree 100%. And in the AFC. Like, it's GGs. No, and I think... I think they had some they had some hope with the defense being able to get them there. You know, just the way the last year ended, they kind of rode the defense too. You know, and Big, Big Ben was a bum. Big Ben was a shell of himself. But I don't even think they're going to be in the hunt for the wild card Still this better year. Than Aaron it's just <laughs> it's they uh, won't be in the hunt. No, it's, it'll be Tomlin's first losing season as a head coach. But they got they have things to look forward to. They're great at drafting wide receivers. I mean, they got Claypool for a couple more years, extended Deontay. There's George Pickens is a beast. We've seen it already like three weeks a in a row. Friermuth is year. a second year Najee emerging. Like, second year. They got weapons in Pittsburgh. If they they can, always have. If they can hit on hitting, getting some solid offensive line players and Pickett ends up being good, we'll talk about it next year. You know, But this year's a wrap. I think... Uh, yeah. Yeah. Crazy. What was your stat? I know we'll talk about it in the predictions, but first time since like what year that they're this big of an oh, underdog? Oh, that's what in? I like, was trying to do too. 70s, Let me, I got right? this. Hold on. Yeah. It was like, it was the first time Pittsburgh was a 14 point underdog. Cause the thing is like with Pittsburgh, even when they're not good, they're good. Like they'll never, they were never getting blown out. So here we go. As long as I can remember. Pittsburgh is the only team since the 1970 AFL-NFL merger to never be at least a 14-point underdog. Holy shit. This is the first time since Holy 1970. Shit. That's crazy. That 53 That's crazy. years? That That's crazy. Shout out. I mean, they probably wish they had a few more Super Bowls to show for it, but <laughs> that's. do you call that a dynasty to like never be... I don't know. Not to be weird about it, I think like, they're. Or, I think they're just corny well, about it. But they're like, a well-run fuck. organization, bro. But they're a. I wouldn't call them a dynasty. I would call them a dynasty in the seventies when yeah. Bradshaw won four. Yeah, you know. But what do they have? They have six or seven rings, and Patriots have, or they have six. And they Patriots have seven. have seven now, or seven and seven. It's seven. Patriots have six. Tom has seven. Oh yeah, true. That's what it is. Um, I wouldn't call them a dynasty, but they're. Probably the best run organization in the NFL. Honestly, there's never been a time where Pittsburgh has a lull. That's why they have had three coaches in their entire history. True. 
there's never a lull. And if there is, it's one year. And then the next year, they're a competitive team. They may not be the best team, but they're a sneaky, good team with a really good defense. And yeah, I mean, they are probably the best run organization in the history of the league. I'd go on a limb and say that. All right. Bet. Because there's teams that have had horrible years, you know? And they just don't have those. Yeah, since 70, though, that's that's insane. Um, let's talk uh, that Bills-Ravens. You know, potential AFC championship game. And Ravens got out to that fat lead. Go up 20-3. to And the Bills are able to score 20 unanswered points. And I really think that's what makes Josh Allen different. You know, um, I know there's a lot of flack going around. Flack for the Ravens. No <laughs> flack, flack. Uh. Um, but I think I would go for it on that fourth down at the end zone too. You know, who's going to, who who thinks that Lamar's going to throw that pick? Even if you do it, it does kind of suck that he throws a pick in the end zone because it goes from having the ball in like the one, two yard line to the 20 because it's a touchback. And then they go down and kick the field goal to win. But this is what they're known for. It's what they're known for. And it's one of those things. It's like you commit to that. You have to stay that, you know. Um, But I I don't know how many times it can not work before you have to switch your way. Yeah, I don't know. This is the this is the second 17 point lead. The Ravens have blown this year. They're up 21 on the Dolphins. They're up 17 here. And this is like the two critical AFC games that they should have won and could have won. Yeah. And and this is like the fifth time since. Last year and this year where it seems like they could put the game away and they're overly aggressive at the goal line and they end up losing it, you know, because they just don't want to take the points. And I know Harbaugh came out and he's like, you know, that team over there, Josh Allen, he can do this and, you know, he can, he can, you know, go down and do this and that. And it's like, you never want to give him time and only up three. And it's like, yeah, well, you have to put some sort of trust in the defense. You know, and if you hold them to three, at least it goes to OT. But you got to get some sort of points. There. Yeah, no, I like I, the over overly aggressiveness, but I I think they're on that bubble. If if it happens one more time at the goal line on fourth down and they don't get it, they can never do it again. Yeah, it's field goals here on out. Like you're I'm at that all cusp. for being overly aggressive <clears throat> in the first three quarters because like you still have time to maneuver mm-hmm. and and make some shit happen. That was only like six minutes left or five minutes left in the fourth quarter. Take those points. I know it's Josh Allen, but yeah. Make Josh Allen score a touchdown to win. You want to talk about how explosive he is. It's not going to take shit for him to get into field goal range. Exactly. You know, so make him have to score a touchdown to win the game, you know? And if anything, at least they kick a field goal to you going to OT. But instead, a field goal uh, gives you a fat L, and it's the second time you've blown a lead. I don't they, Ravens, I don't know. Are- I don't know if they're just not making any defensive adjustments at at halftime, just thinking they got shit in the bag, but I don't know. Two two blown leads like this is start you what's uh Wig Martindale doing over there or whatever the hell his name I is. I hope they fire Harbaugh and he comes to Chicago. <laughs> That's what I'm hoping for. Keep blowing these games and fire him after this year. He's not perfect for you guys. Have him come to Chicago. Fuck Eberflus. I'm with it. Yeah. Yeah. Question marks though. Ugh. I love the aggressiveness deep down as a competitor, but when you don't have success over and over and over again at something, you have to change up. Damn. Uh, let's talk Chargers-Texans just really quick. Um, Chargers get out to that massive lead. They end up winning 
but they kind of let the Texans get back into it. They really kind of made that a game. I know the Chargers are beat up, but... The score that. shows that. I yeah. think they were schlacking them so bad that it was soft zone and let's keep the clock running. True. I, I Okay, I, I pre... Yeah. And what we were talking about of like the difference between a Derek Carr and a... Um, uh, Justin Herbert is they both can complete, you know, 21 to 23 passes. Cars goes for 181 and Herbert's goes for 340. That's the difference. <laughs> Double them. You know, that really is the difference. It's like these dudes who, cool, you completed, you know, 24 of 35 passes. That looks nice. But when it's for under 200 yards or just right over 200 yards, that's not good. No. Um and Herbert just continuously pushes the ball down the field. The, f- the fact that he's still playing with broken ribs. The dude just has an absolute cannon. And Eckler, this was his coming out party. I know it was against the, the Texans, but... Hey, three tutties. Coming out party. Yeah. Next. Yeah. Ne- um, hey, I, I Just quick shout out to Damian Pierce, though. I think, okay. the, I think the Texans have found themselves a good starting running back. No matter what they do with the weapons and whatnot they have. Going forward, I think I think they found a starting running back. He's explosive. I think he had 14 rushes for like 130 mm-hmm. yards. Granted, one of them was a 75-yarder. 75-80-yarder. Yeah, but he's showing that he can he can break the first tackle, he can run through first contact, and he runs hard. So just had to say that real quick. Give the Texans a little. Oh, yeah. They're, a little something to look forward to. They're a frisky to. team, too. You know, um... I still like Brandon Cooks. I definitely think he should have retired three years ago, but they don't even utilize him, I feel is like. But yeah, Damian Pierce, they got a weapon there. And they're uh Texans are still one of those teams. It's like they lose, but at least you lose scoring a few touchdowns. It sucks when you kick three field goals and lose. You know? Um <laughs> Eagles, Jags, you know, homecoming for uh uh, Doug Peterson. Doug Peterson, going back to Philly. They came out hot, you know, going up fourteen zero. I was like, "Oh, Jags are looking good. Jags are looking good," and the Jags do Jags things. That's why I'm still not bought in. I think they're still a good team, but the Bears are still a better team. That's my preface right now. I know the Bears are a horrible team, but then I have teams that are worse than the Bears. We have horrible and then trash. Yeah, yeah. Dumpster gotcha. fire, hot mess. But hot mess is slightly above dumpster fire or hot garbage. We may go hot, hot mess, and then hot garbage, and then dumpster fire. It's like a, a blistering fire versus smoldering. Yeah. <laughs> and the Jags are in the smoldering to me. You know? Man, and, I, I think they spotted Doug Peterson 14 points. Seemed like it. But, and the thing though with the Eagles, though, have they played anybody? You know, they're 4-0. You got to give them their flowers. Have they really played any competition? Like, is it this impressive? Granted, you have to beat the teams that are lined up like this. <coughs> but it's not that impressive to me. I, it is impressive. You have to win the games. You have to win. I just don't want it overhyped that they're still the best team in the league. I just don't see it. Like, Yeah, so what they've, they've beat... Uh... The Lions, the yeah. Jags, and the, Lions the Commanders. Yeah, Lions, Jags, Commanders. That that alone just stopped. Three of the three yeah. of the top five picks in the league. Um, Lions might be top ten. They might be slowly okay. working their way up. I, but okay. no, I three of the top eight picks in the league. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Facts. Oh. No, and, and then a Vikings team that you just never know what you're going to get. So, I mean, it does seem like the A.J. Brown trade was definitely already a dub. He's filled right in. It does seem like Hertz is uh, taking the necessary strides. But let's see them versus, honestly, let's see them versus a Niners defense. Let's see them versus a Tampa, maybe even a Bills. I'd love to see, or even yeah. Baltimore. Let's let's see a good matchup for them, and then we'll talk about And Eagles. I know the Jags have a good defense, and they've been hyping it up. But I just want to see them play a good team in a close game where you go down maybe a score, maybe two scores, and see what you're made of kind yeah, of stuff. You know, exactly. I haven't seen any of that from this year from them, but you can't take away the fact that they're 4-0. So shout-outs to them. Um, let's go to one of the bigger upsets of the week. I called it. I knew they'd pull it off. Atlanta beating Cleveland 23-20. Um, <sighs> Mariota is not good. I won't go into the good category, but my man makes plays. He does just enough. The fact they won when he threw seven passes. He does enough. Uh, what? The fact, though, that what? they win this game and then lose their best player, Cordero Patterson. Yeah. Just... At least he didn't go down for the year. He's on IR. Yeah, had to get weeks. a Had to get a little cleanup. He'll probably be out four weeks. Hopefully it's not longer for their sake. Um, huge win for them. But, no? but, but, I was, just, was, was this an upset? This was just kind of like one of those games. Um, this is an upset in my book because Kevin Stefanski is slowly turning into the second coming of Frank Reich. I can't, I I'm can't dead. handle Kevin Stefanski. Maybe because I have Nick Chubb on my fantasy team, but the amount of times I know you guys probably have the best dual threat running back in, in dual threat running game in the NFL. But when you have a top three back in Nick Chubb. If not arguably number one this year, and I see multiple, it's the whole drives things that kill me, Jake. Multiple drives where you just see <clears throat> Kareem Hunt, Kareem Hunt, Kareem Hunt. Every single time they get to the goal line, it's Kareem Hunt. And it it's all pass plays. And it's like, well, maybe we give it to the running back who's averaging five, six yards a carry because we're at the four. And Or they give it to Hunt three times and don't punch it in. That shit, that's what really cracks me up about it. And they're at the six-yard I mean, line, good. and they get to the three. And it's like, that's not Hunt's game. Hunt's yeah. game is out in space, down in your own end zone. You know, it's like where you're going to, you know, take the top off and have space underneath and run arrow routes to him to get yourself out of the end zone, to give yourself even a room to punt or try and get a, you know, a long first down. Nick Chubb is your, your breadwinner and your dude at the goal line. Kevin Stefanski, he is Frank Wright Jr. It's un. Believable to me to see this guy. The fact that they lost this game, it's 100% on Stefanski. He's a terrible coach. I'm going to, I know it's only a couple games that I've seen him do bad. I don't even want to say that. I've seen him do bad in multiple games. He lost him that game. He really did. I mean, Brissett didn't have a good outing. The best, but yeah, but you have to have the best weapon on your team out there on the field. And it's Nick Chubb. It's not Amari Cooper. It's not Kareem Hunt. It's not. In Joku, it's not anybody. It is uh, Nick Chubb, and the fact that he's not on the field all the time, and just that safety blanket for Brissett, Stefanski, you're dumb. <laughs> yeah, excuse me. Yeah, and Atlanta, I, I just and what's it going to take to start throwing the ball to Kyle Pitts? He's been killing me in the fantasy because <laughs> it's like, granted they won, I'm happy for him. I'll, maybe with you know. 
their best weapon going down in Cordero. They'll throw it to Pitts, but he's definitely gonna be a lot more involved. Like you said, Cordero being their best weapon going down. But hey, they they won a game without him throwing more than fifteen times. So yeah, crazy. And then uh, I think the only game we did not talk about. Oh, Chiefs Bucks. We haven't talked about that game yet. Let's go. Did we talk Chiefs? No. No. Um, Shootout ish. Shootout ish. Uh, 41 31. Chiefs get the dub. Mahomes making, in quotes, Mahomesian plays. Everyone was so rock solid for him. Uh, The defense looked terrible. And I don't want to put that. I know their defense has been the number one defense, and maybe it's because <clears throat> Mahomes, you know, diced them up ish. But they ran for two hundred yards on the best run defense in the league. Anytime you run for two hundred yards, you're not losing that game. No, that- the time of possession he had over. A, I think he had over eleven minutes more of time of possession than Brady, and Brady still threw for over three hundred. Um, Tom was Tom was lights out. I'm convinced had Tampa Bay not fumbled the opening kickoff, they they might have won this game. Might have, and know, that was just like, a, a nail in the fucking coffin. And it then, was it was over from the second it started. Patrick, and then he had a, they came out and scored in two plays. He got strip sacked right once at yeah. like the thirty towards the and end. Then they of the went game. right in yeah. and scored again, and it was mm-hmm. like two errors like that. And it's a ten, and they still only lost by ten. You know, um, was it this Mahomes' first win versus Brady? I think so. I think so, because New England got him in the AFC Championship, and then the Super Bowl. Tampa got him in the Super Bowl. I do think that is his first dub over him. Yeah, and that's he. They even kind of showed like a little presser at the beginning of the game, like you know, you just Patrick saying you got to be lights out versus Tom because he's just never out of a game. And I'm not saying Pat was lights out this game, but he definitely. I think there was a little bit more fire in him to this game. He made a couple nice big plays for them that definitely sealed up that dub. That one play on second and goal was that was pretty cool. Oh. But it was just terrible okay. angles by Devin White. And like okay. had he calmed down and taken a little bit better angle, he would have got Molly whopped and probably would have never seen that play. I know I'm not I know I'm the biggest hater ever. And everything, all my opinions sound like hate, but this tell me this isn't a legitimate opinion. Or argument for this whole shit all they tell us every single time there's a first down or close to a first down the yellow line you see on your tv is not accurate is not accurate do not go off the yellow line on your tv when a quarterback is about to throw and he almost passes the line of scrimmage all they show us is the line the blue line and they're like that's a great point and they never say anything about this is not an accurate line they're like look at his toe is still behind can we treat the line of scrimmage like the three-point line yeah. Like if one sliver of a toe is on the line of scrimmage, you shouldn't be able to throw the ball. I hate this whole shit of like I think it even should be if the ball passes it. I hate how they get so they get up to that it, inch it, line. To the, literally the their whole arms pass the line of scrimmage and it's like the defense doesn't know. I think it, well, I think it's more salt for me coming from being a former defensive player when I played ball. So it just drives me absolutely nuts. But <laughs> I didn't but mean it's to a cut good, you off. No, right no, that's, but it's a, it's a, that's a, I think that's a very valid argument. Because to me, it just kills, like, when you start running and you get so close to the line of scrimmage, the defense just comes up and they're like, we clearly see you past our line. You're not past the yellow line on TV. 
um, but you're past our line. And he's like, oh, psych, I'm doing the splits and I have one toe still behind that line. And when they throw it and they don't even show the slow motion replay on that because I know he passed the line of scrimmage. And they're just like, they didn't show it one time. They did not do the zoom in close up because they need Patrick Mahomes to make these plays to make the NFL exciting. NFL rigged. But I'm telling you, that was past the line of scrimmage. If you even step one smidge on the line of scrimmage, you shouldn't be able to throw the ball forward. I don't know. Like, I hate this. I feel like it used to be that way all the time. And then all of a sudden, Mahomes had a couple plays a couple years ago. And they're like, well, the whole player has to be past it. And it's like, when the fuck did that became the rule? Yeah. As long as, like you said, as long as one little pinky toe is behind the line of scrimmage back like there. Kevin Durant it's all good. Over, over the line. It's all good. No, I think. Versus the Bucks. I do think they need to change it to where it's just, even if the ball passes that line, whether it's just a forward arm motion. If, if that ball crosses hand, that damn blue line. Yeah. It, Yellow. yellow. You're past the line of scrimmage. Or is it? Oh, yeah. Yo, blue. yellow's first down, blue's yeah. line of scrimmage. You're right. You're right. I'm dumb. No, you're good. Yeah. <laughs> but, but I don't know. They should, like, ah, that needs to change. It'll never change because it's never an change offensive they driven more league. Exciting but. plays and shit like that. But it's like, from a, def- uh, a defender, that shit is impossible because he's so close to the line of scrimmage. He's. He's technically past the line of scrimmage. And you go to tackle him, and then all of a sudden he throws it over you, a little fucking skip pass. And then they're like, amazing play. And the dude's like, fuck, I would have put my hands up if I knew he could throw the ball. Yeah. You know, definitely he wouldn't have been able to do a little chest pass over my head if I thought he could throw the ball. Um, I hate to be a hater on that, but that I saw that, and that just – and it's only him that does that. You know, so they're like, well, we can't stop it from a homes. Fastest to 20,000 yards. How could we I stop I saw him? that too, yeah. 67 yeah, that, games or something that, like that. That play was that play was trash to me. He was past the line of scrimmage. They didn't show it. NFL rigged. I'm glad you brought that up. I almost forgot to say that. Fuck them. Let's go on to your game. Boys, bro. Told you so. Yeah. I'm, I've been out here trying to tell y'all, man. We got the best defense in the league right now. You don't. We are statistically number one in every category. That's not what I saw. But, hey. <laughs> I don't know no, what you articles you're reading, but yeah. you guys look good. But I mean, the Rams. I am 100 certain that their whole game plan, at least Stafford's whole game plan, is fuck the play. If you're not uh, if you're not wide open within your first two steps off the line of scrimmage, the ball is going to Cooper Cup, and it's like it does. No one's even able to get out of their break, and he's only eyeing Cooper Cup. The fact you got 19 targets. Um, Career high, 14 catches. That team, offensive line sucks. Their defense borderline sucks. I'm going to go out on the limb. Jalen Ramsey is not good. Bobby Wagner is not good. And Aaron Donald, where were you? You're not good. Those three dudes are the most three overhyped players in all of defense in the entire league um, next to Jair Alexander. You know, Jair Alexander is the fourth one in that list. But those three dudes are so overhyped. Jalen Ramsey looked like shit, missed the tackle in the biggest play of the game because he, he he pushed out and didn't want to get in there and hit Debo because Debo was going to truck his ass. <clears throat> and that's what I took away from this game. The Rams, I don't, they're a joke. I mean, I with them only thrown to cup, they're a joke. They're they, not a scary team. They're not going back to the Super Bowl. Hell you no. You know, it's, it's kind of, I don't want to say it's obvious because crazier things can happen. They might bring Odell back. You know, that would probably be a big spark for them, honestly, because this Allen Robinson thing, I think we had already telling is not going to work out. I know he signed a three-year, $45 million deal. 
kudos to him for getting a bag. Um, six targets I, though. I mean, six targets, two catches for like was it seventeen yards or for, twelve yards? Or I for think? like yeah, or maybe even yards. seven yards. Yeah, seven yards, but the <laughs> two of the targets were terrible targets. You know, and then it's like you throw him a horrible ball. The one was a great play by the the defensive back, and then the other one in the end was two great plays. Uh, one terrible ball, two great plays by the defensive backs, <clears throat> and you just totally look away from him, and you only go underneath, underneath, underneath to Cooper Cup, and it's like, if I'm the Niners, I'm giving up a hundred and one yards, whatever he gave up on fourteen catches and no tutties all day. Yeah, was, you want to go underneath him every time? Bet. I I will say like watching this game. Granted that their offensive line is pretty banged up. We sacked them seven times, but this Charvarius Ward signing to me is already proving that it was worth every dime. Cooper Cup had the same kind of stat lines last year, but was getting two touchdowns. We held them out of the end zone completely. So yeah, they didn't score a single touchdown. I, I don't want to say that that was all on Ward. But we're already seeing it pay extreme dividends. Like for how much they forced him, I mean, fourteen catches is crazy. And he had we held him under ten yards a catch. That's yeah. it, we they really didn't have any explosives. And one more thing I just gotta say, man, I know I was talking a lot of shit on Jimmy G, but I did say if they got some got some reps and he was able to get some rhythm back with those guys, he was gonna be just fine. And Kyle Shanahan and Jimmy G are 10 and 1 together following a loss. Okay. That's not anything to turn your head at. And I do think it seemed like Jimmy and Debo kind of got their rhythm back. I know a couple of those throws were rough, but <sighs> we hit we hit a few different passes that weren't like explosives that was like, okay, you can kind of tell they're on the same page. Bro, so and him and Ayuk are starting <clears throat> to kind of build a nice rapport together. Jake, his I, his two biggest plays to Debo though was a way overthrown ball that he took to the no, house. He said he did that intentionally because he saw the corner breaking. Now whether Stop. it was fluff that or was, not, that was not, I do intentional. I, I believe it. it was not intentional. That was a Jimmy G overthrow that he does every week. And when then, when and you second, rewatch it, it really wasn't that high. I mean, bro, Debo jumped, Debo caught he had it to right jump here. Up, bro. He's 60 he didn't even inches. he didn't fully extend. He caught it right here by his helmet. He and didn't then, have to jump. And then the second but, biggest play was a screen. That's you know. It's like chemistry, but ugh, a terrible ball. That was a great catch by Debo, a great play by Debo, and then a screen that Debo took for 28. <laughs> you know, like great plays, but I wouldn't say the chemistry is there. Like Debo's or Jimmy's still missing routes. He only had three bad throws. Now it sucked because they were all back to back to back, and it was kind of shitty to see. And it was Did like, you here's these typical. Where he missed Yushek? No, we won, so those didn't come out. Um, Now, had we lost, that would have been the first thing everyone would have been going to. He did miss Juice on a very similar play to where he missed uh, Debo. But I'm not talking shit. I'm sorry. No, you're good. You guys, I think think it was there. You know, he had a way better game. He looked way better and more in sync than he did versus Denver. So true. No, I I definitely agree with that. Um, I 100% believe, though, your team is going to go as far as that savage defense takes you guys. You know? All the way. It, it's, you know, you are you have two big plays on offense, and minus those two big plays, offense was kind of eh, and then you had a pick six. Like, it's going to be the defense that really carries you guys, and you guys only, you know, I mean, it was 24-9. You still, still got in that ass. But... uh. 
Yeah. Because Jeff Wilson busted that one for what, 30, 35? 30, 32. 32? Yeah. But um, that's our identity. Get the run game going and get the quick passes to Debo and shit like that. And it, I'm I, just glad that Kyle Shanahan. Oh, well, yeah. One, I'm glad Kyle Shanahan didn't get so passive and blow this game. But can I go out on another limb this episode? I know I've been going out on a ton of limbs. There's like 50 limbs around me right now. Um, Sean McVay is not a good coach. Sean McVay's time management, when they're down eight points with seven minutes to go, or two scores, they were down two scores, right? Or it was, yeah, I think it was two scores, seven minutes to go, or one score. Yeah, they were down eight. They were down eight, and then he threw the pick. Um, But down eight, seven minutes to go, not a single rush of urgency whatsoever. They killed nine... there were seven minutes on the clock, and somehow they killed nine minutes of the clock. It was unbelievable. <laughs> the time management was so terrible. The the even that outs- next possession when they were down fifteen, they didn't really seem to have urgency. Nothing. No urgency. Yeah. The fact they're huddling up every third down. It's like you can't call shit at the line of scrimmage. They had no. They were we're not calling in multiple plays. Like if this works, let's run this or run this. Like he is like Aaron Rodgers, a scripted guy. Like. I can script for, you know, a week and a half my first two drives. And after that, that all goes to shit. Because his script is, Matt, please find Cooper. Because <laughs> um, that, that time management, those those play calls, I know you guys really bottled them up. But the fact that there was no sense of urgency, there was no out routes to throw to stop the clock. Nothing like it was. They literally sat there and killed six minutes off the clock and lost the game themselves. Yeah. That was, that was hilarious. I think I don't feel bad for him. No. (laughs) And honestly, I think they knew we were just, we had such control of that game that I think it was like, let's just get out of here. And if we score some points, we score some points, but let's just chalk this up as an L and it is what it is. And we'll (laughs) move on into next week. Cause Yeah. yeah, I, I agree. That was, that was terrible clock management, but Awesome to see us win the tiebreaker. We're two and zero in the division. Huge win! I know we're only two and two. That game versus Denver, people are going to talk about all year. We should have and an NFC game <laughs> and uh, and week one. You know those two ones. Like I feel confident saying we should be four and zero right now, and we're not. And it is what it is. But I really like where we're at, and we're we're looking dangerous. If Jimmy can continue. To just be this and maybe get a little bit better and a little bit more in sync with the guys. I I really like where we're at, man. This is... Oh, excuse me. I know in uh, the 19 team, we ended up going like 8-0 before we lost. But I feel better about this team right now than I did the year we went to the Super Bowl. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. You guys are battling more injuries than you did that year. We're getting... Honestly, the, the biggest one is Trent Williams. And we're getting him back within three weeks. He said he'll we'll be back. He already said he'll be back in no time. And his what he said. four week timetable is. Two has said I'm good next week. <laughs> yeah, true. Different from an ankle to a concussion, though. So, uh, no big win for you guys, though, bro. Huge win. Get the tiebreaker. Tie two two. You guys are the clear cut favorites to win that division now. I think. I think so. The way we just manhandled that shit. Yeah. Exciting though. Exciting week four. Shit, for a lot of teams, a very exciting week four. The Bears left a lot to be desired. We're just not a good team. But you know who's going to be a good uh, team in week five? My boys. 
<laughs> Let's move into week five, Jake. Um, to start it, though, we got a nice little parlay put together for you guys. The We Think We Know Parlay, first one of the year, I believe. Um, we got a nice little one. We got a five leg. It's going to come out to plus 1,500 on DraftKings, plus 1,498 to be specific. But I feel pretty confident about this one, Jake. I know we didn't hit any crazy ones last year. As we say every week, every we parlay. Every week, but we went out on a lot of limbs. I'm, I'm going out on a limb saying that. We went on limbs. This episode. <laughs> but we really did last year. And this one, I feel like we had a few safe bets and only like one or two dicey ones to really like bolster um, that bet and really get the odds in our favor. May the odds be ever in your favor. But yeah, five leg plus 1498. Here it is. We got the Bucks money line. We got the Seahawks plus five and a half. We have the Titans money line, the Chargers money line, and our only upset is Detroit money line. And that comes out to 1498 on DraftKings. Feeling confident about that one. Yeah. My, the. We might be taking a leap of faith here with the Detroit Dan Campbells, but it's probably going to be Bailey Zappi's first start. I was going to say, because they're not playing. It's they're, Zappi. In Zappi, they trust, though, I guess. Well, I mean, they don't trust him, though, because they didn't even open the offense up for did him we last week. I don't think we did, but it's whatever. We don't even need to. We don't need to. All I want to say is Green Bay, don't Green be Bay hype sucks. about yourself. Yeah. You could barely beat a Brian Hoyerless fucking Patriots team. Green Bay... And did you see his reaction? Had, well, had Bill Belichick Matt decided Fleur. to throw the ball. Oh, my God. New England probably would have won that game. Zappy was slinging, too. For his 10 pass attempts. Yeah, but hey, it completed like eight of them. I think he went eight to 10. Um, yeah, Green Bay, don't feel hype. That uh, that defense is still trash. He gave up 24 points to the New England Patriots with Brian Hoyer and Bailey Zappy. Like, what? No. That's supposed to be the top five defense in the league. That defense is trash. Um. My bad, just because we didn't talk about that. But no, no, no. Um, I think Detroit's gonna beat them. I do too. I really do. I that was the one that was kind of eh, but they're. I, Detroit just has that umph about them this year. I love Detroit. Yeah, I love Detroit. I know we were watching Hard Knocks and got really hype on those fools, but I love them. Like they're a hard team not to root for this year, you know. Especially, maybe it is because of hard knocks, but yeah, I, you know, I don't know. You just got to appreciate Detroit. They've been such a bad team and such a bad organization for so long that, yeah, I got them beating uh, New England. Yeah. Though. But yeah, so you know, plus fifteen hundred, really nice cush bet. Four of them, I feel like are almost locks. Uh, I really like that Hawks. Plus five and a half. Um, I just, I really feel like those, yeah, are damn near locks. Yeah, the Saints haven't been the best this year. And whether they're down Michael Thomas again or Kamara, clearly they're not at 100%. I don't think Winston's playing. Winston might not be playing. So that, I mean, the Red Rifle is now more of like a, a, a little squirt gun now. But so. to score 48 and last week, I think they'll be able to keep it close. At yeah. least lose with, within three. Yeah. Dope. 
Yeah, I didn't make a big bet on it. Tell you guys the truth. My DraftKings account right now is I literally looked before this game or before this bet. I had 21 cents. So your boy <laughs> bet 21 cents to win a nice little cush 335. I'm going to turn yeah, that 335 buddy. into like 4K by the end of the year. I'm telling I like you. It. I like it. I got, I'm going to start with under, under that's, a quarter. That's what we'll do. We'll start Dean's DraftKings balance was at 25 cents. 21. 20, uh, under 21 cents. Under and we'll see what he can get it to. And I'm going to get this joint to 3K by the end of the year. I'm confident. Um, you know what I'm even more confident about? My whole overall week five picks. I know we pushed. We both won nine games last week. Shockingly, from your end, I did not think you'd be able to pull that off. I should be up three one, but just like the Niners should be four zero, they're not. And I'm only two and one <laughs> with a push. Um, let's have this week be worth two bottles because we got a push. Fuck it, send it, send it. <laughs> Two one. You ain't scaring anybody. I'm up <laughs> this week for two bottles. Jake can take the lead, or I can go up. You know, substantially. So four. <laughs> You'd I, be up three bottles. Yeah, that's that's a hefty amount. <laughs> that's three weeks. That's almost a month. I'm almost up a month on you. <laughs> uh, but yeah, let's get it rolling. We already pre-wrote. You know, every single week now we we pre-write all of our picks because. Jake doesn't want to go back and forth like he did week one. And I take like that how out. you just got to try and say something <laughs> every time. This works so much easier for us. Uh, let's start it Thursday night. Who you got? I'm going to go Broncos. Mm. They both kind of got some injuries. Uh, Jonathan Taylor dealing with the high ankle being a Thursday night game. I don't think they're going to lean on him all that much. And Matt Ryan showing that he's pretty streaky. So, damn, I got Broncos. Even losing Javante, I picked Broncos too. I think the loss of Jonathan Taylor is even more of a hit to the Colts. Um, yeah, I got Broncos too. Damn. All right. We got back-to-back London games, baby. Yeah, I am surprised that they're going back-to-back weeks like this. It's cool, though. It's always nice to have an early game. I'm, I'm going Green Bay. You know what? I respect it. I had Giants written down originally. And then I totally forgot that we hurt Daniel Jones and Tyrod Taylor and lost. Um, we lost to them in Wildcat, which just really adds salt to the wound. Um, I'm going to go Green Bay. I I, I had – I had you know what? No. The, I was going to say the two bottles got you switching up. No, huh? I don't give a – I'm saying with my original picks, I have the Giants – I don't give a fuck if they go wildcat the whole game because they'll rush for 350 on that trash defense Green Bay putting out there. But, that defense trash. There's not a single good player at all three levels, and their offense is terrible too. Aaron Rodgers can only do the first two drives of every single game. He is a scripted QB only. If they're, if the first 14 plays aren't scripted for him, he doesn't do anything. He can come out and score two quick TDs, and he won't. Sniff the end zone the rest of the game. It's been the fucking <laughs> MO for 17 years and the shit ain't changed. Unless his coach writes up two great scripts, he ain't scoring. Aaron Rodgers, Green Bay, you lose in London. Calling that shit. All right. Let's go to the next game. In Minnesota, my boys go down there, get gritty. Justin Fields completes seven passes. We get the dub. <laughs> <laughs> First Minnesota, 
Fields goes seven for 12 for like 98, a tutty, a pick. Khalil rushes for like 150, 160, and we have a pick six on Kirk Cousins. It'll probably be Eddie Jackson. He has three and four games. He's going to have four and five. We win solely based off our defense. Minnesota never plays us well. Jay Jettas, he'll end up with 12 yards. Oh, boy. Jay Jettas <laughs> going to end up with a, a buck 20. <laughs> bet that. And, Let's do uh, a side bet of another bottle that he does not cross 120. 120? Let's do 100. Let's do 110. Meet in the middle. No. Bet's off. Wow. Scared. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you want 120. That's... 110. I'll meet you in the middle. You said 100. No, it's not. I'll do 112. <laughs> uh, I got the Vikings. All that hoodie, <laughs> hoopla, blah, you just said. It don't even matter. Uh, Vikings. Mm. Next game, I got the I got Seahawks over Saints. I know we took them in plus five and a half, but I got them even winning that game outright. <clears throat> I think I, they're going to run all over them. I got the Saints. <clears throat> Let's go. We haven't agreed on one. No. <laughs> Let's fucking go. Um, next game, we probably won't agree on either because you don't believe in your boys. I got Niners over Panthers. Um, I know you're a big Baker Mayfield fan, but I just think Jimmy's slightly better. Just one half tier above where Baker is. And he may be able to squeak out a nice little 9-6 dub over Carolina. I think so. I do. Might be 6-3. I got my boys as well. Might be a 3-2. Yeah. <laughs> Scorigami. <laughs> A two to four with three safeties. <laughs> Unprecedented. Uh, uh, Jimmy ran out of the back of the end zone twice. <laughs> and you guys lose. No, we would win. <laughs> Be Baker. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, next divisional game, Kansas City Raiders. Who you got? I'm going Kansas City. I, they've looked pretty lights out on offense despite Tyreek not being there. Uh, and... I just the Raiders are kind of like the Vikings too. I don't think we really know what we're gonna get with that. So, still, so I'm going Kansas City. Uh yeah, Kansas City for sure. Raiders. No, I I really think Raiders may lose by 17 plus. Ooh, it's a divisional game, and I think Kansas City is really gonna try and put it on them. Yeah, I think that defense is rough in Vegas. Mahomes may throw for 450. Um, who you got in the uh, Chargers Browns? I got LA. I got mm. the Chargers. Mm. I just I think Herbert and them are gonna have too much firepower. If it if they start scoring, I don't think the Browns are gonna be able to answer consistently. So I got the Chargers. Same. <sighs> I hate agreeing with you. It's the same thing, though. Jacoby just doesn't have the offense, I feel like, to keep up with what Herbert's about to do to him. Uh, Dolphins-Jets, divisional game. No Tua, already ruled out. Going Dolphins. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we were talking about it earlier. Teddy, two gloves is probably, just, just besides what we had going with like Jimmy and Trey, it's probably the best quarterback situation in the league right now. I, Teddy Tugas as a starter has taken Minnesota to the playoffs. I don't think they're going to be a little bit more game managey, but 
I still think they're going to have the explosive plays with Tyreek and Waddle, and it all will be well. I, I got Dolphins. Same. Teddy Two Gloves getting it done for show. Um, Jets just don't have the defense. I mean, I just throw a little screen. You just do the Debo special to Tyreek Hill. He may end up with 500 yards receiving. Yeah. Just keep throwing him screens. Jets showed some promise last week, but they're not winning this game. All right. I'm picking the next ones because we've been fucking tying too much. Bucks over Falcons. That's my pick. <laughs> I got no. I got. I do have Bucks over Atlanta. Um, losing Cordell Patterson. You know, already being out. Calvin Ridley. Their Drake London is okay, but that that Bucks defense. They're gonna they're gonna eat Atlanta up. Yeah, I, I got Bucks too. Yeah. Um, and then we talked about. I have lines over Pats. I do. I feel comfortable with them getting that dub. I feel like they may even win by ten. Um, question marks on the offensive side before the injuries in New England. Lions are putting up thirty. They are averaging thirty-five points. So we'll see what go what go to Belly does. But yeah, I don't see true. them doing much. No, I was, I, if if they can get a couple of turnovers, I got the Lions too. And then, uh, I mean, Buffalo, Pittsburgh, bro. Can we say next? We can. It it sucks. This is Pickett's first start. I think they'll he'll show some glimpses of like promise, but I got him throwing I, five picks. I think the Bills are gonna <laughs> get in that ass. <laughs> he threw three in half a game versus the worst defense versus a better defense. I know their DBs are out, but that D line is still there. Pickett, he at least throws three. I think he throws three picks versus Buffalo. I think they get mollywopped. Um, another great divisional game. Jacksonville, Houston, <laughs> fire game of the week. <laughs> America's game of the week. Um, I got Jacksonville. They just seem a little bit Same. more frisky, and I mean they the got two game. dubs. Their run game's clicking. Christian, Christian Kirk, Kirk has surprised. I'm um, weak. We were just saying the same shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah next. Next. <laughs> <laughs> um. I another one too. I want to say next. Tennessee, Washington. I yeah. genuinely think Washington is the worst team in the league. <laughs> I do. I think they are the worst team. I know you're a little bit higher on them, but any team that fields Carson Wentz, you're losing. Derrick Henry may rush for two sixty, three tutties, nineteen stiff arms. Yeah. I got I got Titans as well. Carson Wentz is getting sacked nine times. <laughs> it's gonna be bad. Uh, um who you got in Dallas Rams? I got the Rams. As much, as much as I shit on them, I do think McVay is going to script up maybe a third drive for them. Okay. And uh, But no. I As long as it doesn't come down to clock management at the end of the game, true. he's good. I do think they're going to bounce back a little bit after that embarrassing L they just took last night on Monday night versus my boys. Uh, and this is going to be Cooper Rush's first L. I think... I think he's. I don't want to say get exposed. He's shown that he can can win games and lead drives and stuff like that. But I think this is the game they kind of come back down to earth a little bit. Damn it! I got the Cowboys. I know I was not. I was so anti Cowboys, and I was like, I don't. I could see them starting zero and five, zero and six. Shit! I got them going one and four or four and one. 
Um, I got them beating the Rams. That Rams offensive line is so horrendous. Dallas may sack Stafford 11 times. Um, They're the number two sack team, only behind the Eagles, I think, are number one. I think you're tied with um, Dallas right now. Niners-Dallas are tied for most sacks in the league. So, I mean, that automatically means six sacks. Um, Stafford just can't hold up. They have no running game whatsoever, and it's only Cooper Cup. You know, I think once you start putting that on film, teams are just going to quadruple team them, and Stafford, what are you going to do? And the defense from L.A. has just been terrible, so overhyped. Yeah, give me the boys. Cooper Rush going 4-0, going 5-0 in the career, calling it. Next game, Philly, Arizona. I got Philly. I I know I was kind of hating on them. They haven't really played competition, that they're 4-0. You have to, you know, respect it. But, I mean, can it line up any better? Arizona's defense may be worse than the defenses they've been playing. I know they've been playing a little bit better, but they're a mess. I think their defense is good enough to at least knock Kyler Murray around early enough to make him not want to scramble and not want to run. You see how he can, like, you know, close down and get into his head. I'm not totally bought in on the Eagles, but they start 5-0. and yeah, I got the Eagles as well. I didn't know they were leading in sacks, but now that now that I know that, they definitely about to destroy <laughs> AZ. Cool to see Kyler scrambling a little bit last week. I think he had a rushing touchdown, but yeah, I think the Eagles are going to get the dub. And uh, to end it, this is actually this is probably the game of the week: Baltimore, Cincinnati. I have Baltimore. I think Baltimore has lost those two AFC games, like you were saying earlier, um, being up, especially being up on the Bills they were, the way they were of like, okay, we can compete with any single team in the league. We just need to keep our foot on the gas. I think Lamar goes lights out versus the Bengals. I think it is a shootout because Baltimore's defense is horrible, but I think, I think Ravens damn near put up 45 on the uh, Bengals this year. Yeah, right I, this week, my bad. Uh, I got the Ravens as well. I, I Damn. Think, yeah, sorry, man. I, I think they're going to bounce back. Damn. Just whack two, week. Two bad L's for them in the AFC, especially, you know, they had a, they had a shot to win last week as well. Just going to have a bad taste in their mouth. Uh, Harbaugh and Lamar are going to bounce back. He kind of had a tame game too, so I, I think we're going to see another MVP-like performance for Lamar. Oh, I, I yeah, same. Same. Dope. Excited to get these uh, two bottles from you, son. Go up 4-1. Yeah, we'll see. 4-1 worth Looking like we might be going for a swing. I'm going to be up one on you. It, it looked like it may be a tie this week again. We're going to be playing for three. We should honestly just double it every week. Next week, it'll be for four. After that, it'll be for eight if we keep tying. Shit, we're, we're going to need a seller. <sighs> I got one coming in. <laughs> <laughs> um, Dope, though. Hella excited for week five. A great week for... Um, hopefully this parlay hits. I know next week we guys are going to, we're going to hit you guys with, um, we're going to talk some MLB. We're going to give some postseason predictions. We're going to definitely give you guys some week five recaps, um, week six predictions, give you guys another parlay and, you know, tune in to our TikTok, please, for our sit and stardom. Uh, we're going to be doing that on the TikTok. If you guys are fantasy related, please tune in. As always, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Um, Please like, subscribe, hit the bell, follow, 
tell your friends about us. And uh, our TikTok is the same as Instagram, baby. Underscore. We think we know. Underscore. In a treat. Deuces. Later. Later.